Hi, and welcome to the latest episode of the Good Works Podcast. Today, we're going to talk all about holiday giving. And please stick with us until the end when Sarah and I will tell you what we're looking forward to. Sarah. Hey, Randy. (laughs) So I think we've talked about this in the past in ways, but it's the holidays. Yes, it is. And we're hearing a lot in the media about this holiday giving season being a little bit tricky because there are delays in shipping and the supply chain is wonky. There's Um, shipping containers falling off boats in the middle of the sea. It's starting to feel like whatever can go wrong is going wrong. Yeah, for sure. So I know that um, one of the ways people talk about handling that is to shop local. Mm -hmm. And we've, I believe, even talked about that before on this podcast. But there is another way you can handle holiday giving without worrying about what's on a shipping container somewhere at the Port of Los Angeles. Right. And this happens to be one of our favorite gifts to give. Of course it is because (laughs) it includes philanthropy. And that is to give the gift of a donation to an organization. Right. So what we thought we might talk about today is some ways to do that that are fun and personal and really help your gift recipient know how much you love them. Yeah. I think some people, some of our listeners might be familiar with some of the national organiza- or international organizations that, um, that provide opportunities to give donations um, as holiday gifts. The one that comes to mind is Heifer International. Top of mind, yeah. Yeah, so um, for those of you not familiar with that organization, um, you can buy uh, livestock, essentially, Mm -hmm. for families in um, other countries. Mm -hmm. Um, So like goats and cows and things like that. So um, that's always really fun. And I actually have a funny story about a donor of the Community Foundation who... We have, we have a handful of donor advisors, and this particular donor had um, called me saying that he wanted to purchase several different <laughs> animals from Heifer International and then give them as gifts, you know, the donation card as a gift to his grandchildren. Mm-hmm. So he was like, well, I'd like four goats for Thomas <laughs> and a pig for Samantha. And it was... Um, it was funny at the time, you know, just kind of comical um, as I was making these grants, but it's it's a sweet, sweet thing to do um, it, it really, for a gift. It really is, and they do a lovely job with yeah. their annual catalog that comes out, yeah. and um, I really, it, it's a great organization. Yeah. So we get to talk about a localized version. Yes, exactly. And so, yeah, you might get that and think, well, I like this organization, but I want to keep my giving local. Yeah. So... There are ways it's actually really simple to give locally, especially once you give it a little bit of thought and figure out, well, what's a great issue area that matches up with the person you're gifting? So, for instance, um, often the first thing people think about is food, and that's because it's so essential and so human. So you might have, um, you know, a sister, a brother, a parent, a neighbor that you adore that really cares passionately about making sure people are fed. Mm -hmm. And you think, okay, so I want to give a gift to a food charity. Well, that, and and you want to keep it local. So that means you could think about the food bank of the Southern Tier. Um, But you could also make a gift to a pantry. Mm -hmm. So if you live in Corning, there's the Corning Area Food Pantry. 
um, there are actually 70 plus pantries <laughs> in the region. So right. I won't list 70. Yeah. Um, but it's pretty easy to figure out what your closest pantry is if you want to go that route. Right. I was actually even thinking about Meals on Wheels. So yeah. we have those in um, each of the counties that, that are here too. Another great example. But today we're going to take it one step further <laughs> because you might think to yourself, all right, well, yeah, I want to do that. But I actually want to give them a gift yeah. of some sort. I want to have something to wrap and put a bow on if you're me. Or put in a gift bag if you're like me. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so you can you can get creative this year and think about ways you would um, illustrate that gift. Yeah. So an example we're giving you is if you were to give to a food charity, say for your father, you could go to the grocery store and buy his favorite cereal mm -hmm. and then print out your gift receipt Put it on the box of cereal, wrap that up, put it under the tree, or put it in a gift bag and get it out that last <laughs> night of Hanukkah. Yep. Um, you can do that. So you can still think of a small token that relates to the gift and gives you that little thrill of, of shopping, of getting something, right. but stays super local, super easy. You're not ordering anything. You're not trying to you know add to their shelves of things that eventually they have to figure out how to get rid of, right. you know, yeah. um, they consume it. Yeah. And that you're really thinking about the person as you're, you know, thinking about what to make a donation to what, um, what are they passionate about? Um, what do they really love? If they're retired, where do they work before, you know, mm -hmm. if it was a nonprofit organization. Um, so I really like the time that it takes to think mm -hmm. carefully about, you know, the kind of gift and the kind of person you want to celebrate. So we thought of some other examples. For instance, if you are gifting an animal lover mm -hmm. and they have pets that are very special to them, we'll make a donation to an animal charity, maybe the shelter where they adopted their pets. Mm, that's a great idea. That's a special place for them. And then go buy a couple of treats. If they have dogs, think of what their favorite dog treats are. Again, you can wrap that up. Put and it in a gift bag. Put it in a gift bag <laughs> and add the information about the donation. Yeah. And so now you're still handing off something to them and you're still able to, to have that moment of gift exchange. Yeah. Um, and another one that can be tough and we were talking about is it can be actually hard to buy a gift for a book lover, like yeah. an avid reader, because you don't know what they've already read. Mm -hmm. So instead of taking that risk, you could make a donation to their local library. And that's always appreciated and there are libraries everywhere so a quick google search you can figure out what library is near them or if you live near them you know a library you share and then you could get crafty if you're feeling it and make a bookmark yeah. make them a bookmark and close that and this might be especially good for someone far away so you can mail it and it doesn't even require extra postage right. yeah. you pop it right in a card and one trick that i saw that i learned along the way is Turn a photo into a bookmark. Mm -hmm. Maybe a great photo of you with them or a great photo that you took on a vacation that is sitting on your phone and it's a beautiful scene and you wish you could do something with it. Get it printed out. Turn it into a bookmark and they can share that special view with you far, far away. I love that. I love that. And then we were talking about earlier, if the library happens to be close to the person you're giving a gift to, a lot of our local libraries have maker spaces now. Mm -hmm. So you could have a little fun as you're making the donation to the library and go into that maker space and make a bookmark or make something else that they happen to have. 
Precisely. So you can go experience the library firsthand while you make a little something, <laughs> leave that donation, and then turn that into a gift. And we promise you those gifts and those moments will be filled with love yeah. and connection, and the gift recipient will feel all of that. I love that. Something else important in this conversation is that we all do need to keep our budgets in mind. Mm -hmm. And you might be hearing this and thinking, oh, but I can't afford a $500 donation to a charity. And the good news is every dollar helps. So if your budget allows you to make a $10 donation to a charity, they're going to stretch those $10. Yeah. We promise you. So there's no reason for you to feel like this idea is only accessible to those who are very wealthy. Philanthropy ha belongs to all of us mm -hmm. and happens all the time. So if you are making up your budget for this holiday season and you have, you know, uh, I'm going to use an example, you have $50 available in your budget and you have 10 people you'd love to, to gift, it's okay. You can make $5 gifts. That's that's just as meaningful mm -hmm. as any other amount. Exactly. Yeah, and to your point about um, the organizations being able to stretch the dollars, I'm thinking of something like the food bank mm -hmm. who are able to leverage so much food for, you know, a dollar or $5. $10 could literally buy food a holiday meal for an entire family. It sure could. So. And the same with a library. If you can make a $10 donation to a library, they can access equipment, supplies, books at wholesale prices, at nonprofit prices, in a way that you can't go purchase the same thing retail. Right. So you your $10 in pretty much any charitable donation goes farther than it does in a retail environment. Right. Exactly. So one last one um, that I wanted to mention is if you are gifting someone who cares passionately about queer causes, GLBTQ plus causes, um, you could think about large national organizations. Um, you know, there, there are many of them. There's always PFLAG, Parents and Friends of Lesbian and Gay Individuals. But something else to maybe keep in mind is how far your dollars would stretch if you donated them to the local Gay Straight Alliance or now, for instance, they're becoming queer straight alliances at your local high school. Mm -hmm. A $25 donation could become a pizza party in an afternoon. Um, and pretty much most high schools have those now and they are saving lives. Kids are finding safe spaces. They're connecting with teachers. They're connecting with each other. So, um, you know, again, if that's something really near and dear to your heart, don't, don't think you have to look nationally. Right. There are local ways to support queer youth. So that's going to be on my mind this year because that's something that's very special to my mother-in-law and um, that's the route I'm thinking. And then the companion <laughs> gift is something I could whip up on my cricket. <laughs> so the levels of joy are almost immeasurable. Did we talk about your cricket in the last podcast? I feel we did. I think there's opportunity for every podcast to, to talk about to the cricket. cricket. <laughs> Dear listeners, I accept the challenge. <laughs> So, okay, Sarah, in addition to the fact that now I'm looking forward to mentioning my cricket in every yes. future episode of the Good Works podcast, yeah. what's something you're looking forward to? All right, so this is perfect timing, this conversation and what's coming up in just a couple of weeks, and that is FLX Gives 2021. Yay. It is our third year of hosting um, this 24-hour giving day. This year, um, it's a little different. It's going to be held on November 11th, starting at 6 p.m., and going overnight until November 12th at 6 p.m. 
So as you're thinking about gift giving and making donations to local organizations, this is a really easy and fun way to make that happen. Mm -hmm. Um, So you can just go to, well, save the date on your calendar first, make the donation during that time period, um, and go to flxgives.org. And there are so many different organizations that you can choose from. I think we're up to about 80 registered organizations that are all local here. Um, make that donation as little as $1 you can um, give to an organization, and you get a receipt. So you can use that receipt as part of your gift to the individual that you're um, making the gift in honor of. Exactly. I'm thinking I'm going to use FLX Gifts as this opportunity for giving, and exactly that, connect it to my holiday giving. Yes. It makes it so easy. It's so easy. You can fill up your FLX Gives shopping cart and then check out. (laughs) I mean, it doesn't get easier than that. And then you can also, so there's a tab on the top of the website called Prizes that nonprofit organizations can get in addition to um, donations from individuals. So if you time your donation Mm -hmm. just right and that organization gets, you know, Mm -hmm. the prize, your $10 donation has been leveraged like up to like $500. So, um... Take a look at that tab, too, and and set your alarm clock for, you know, whatever time. I do that. I do it every year. I game it as much as I can. Um, (laughs) It's a lot of fun. It is a lot of fun. So, Randy, what are you looking forward to? Well, tis my favorite season of things Christmas a I take it all in starting November 1st. I don't understand people. Well, that's a subject for another podcast, but I am an embrace it early person. Okay. With that said... I started something last year because of COVID with my little teeny bubble with the one other mom I was spending a ton of time with that I've decided to continue this year. And I've already started, which is I make a list of the holiday experiences I really want to have. Watching movies, baking cookies, um, spreading some fun, random acts of kindness, you name it, wrapping gifts. It's and like your own sort of advent calendar, it right? It is very much, <laughs> very, very much. Since I make my list, And this year, what I did was, um, I have about six, seven things on the list. I reached out to that same mom, but then three other of my very best friends that she's actually not very close to, but knows a little bit. And I've asked the four of them if they'd like to be like my holiday buddy team. (laughs) And so once a week, starting um, in November, all the way through December, we're going to do one of those things as a little group of people. They're inexpensive or free. Um... They're the kinds of things that you sometimes look back and say, oh, I wish I had gotten to that, but by writing it down, and so we're kicking it off on November 6th with um, some Hallmark holiday movies (laughs) at my house, Um, and I'm really looking forward to that because in addition to the way I love the holidays, I'm mostly looking forward to spending time with my friends in person and knowing, A, everyone's vaccinated, (laughs) this is going to be safe, and will make the memories that are what I really like about the holidays. So I'm looking forward to that. And I'm sharing that idea because you might have a text chain of people that you love, maybe throw some ideas like that in it and help us slow down a little bit. Mm -hmm. The one thing I don't like about this time of year is when we feel overwhelmed. And so for me, spreading it out is how, how I don't feel overwhelmed yet. I get the full I'm really hopeful for a lot of people in our community and in the world that this holiday season is so much better than the last one. Yes. (laughs) 
Yes. Um, that was really hard and isolating for a lot of people. Mm-hmm. So if you're able to get together safely and you're vaccinated, and if you're not vaccinated, get vaccinated yep. so you can do everything safely um, and, and really enjoy this time. And as we're reporting this, we're hearing that there will likely be opportunities for kids under 12 to be vaccinated as soon as next week. So that is an amazing game changer for the holidays. So um, that's something I'm truly thankful for. All right, folks, thank you for listening all the way to the end. We appreciate this every single time we're with you for a little while in your ears. Um, We look forward to speaking with you in the next episode of the Goods Works podcast when I will share more cricket information. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs>